Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badger Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined today by special guest, uh, class of 2023 member Justin Taylor. Uh, Justin, we really appreciate you uh, taking a little bit of time here today. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's, uh, you know, uh, Clint, our very good friend here on the show, uh, talks about you all the time and about your energy. So, it was really exciting for me to be able to reach out and connect with you. Uh, before we get into our conversation here, I want to remind you guys that we are presented by betonline.ag, where they remain your number one source for all of your online sports wagering needs. You name it, they've got it over there at BetOnline. Uh, NBA, NFL, esports, golf, college football, that season's over, college basketball, it's there. Go on over to the website. Um, or use your mobile device to sign up today and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Justin, we will go ahead and get started with you. First of all, uh, have you are, are you an Illinois native? Did you move around before you got up to the Chicagoland area? Uh, how did you, uh, or sort of what is your background, your backstory here? Um, no, I haven't moved. Uh, I was born here, born and raised here. Um, and yeah, I just, I've always been, you know, in the Chicago land area. I've never moved out of state, never lived anywhere else. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. I love it here. Um, I love where I grew up. I met a lot of friends, a lot of family, uh, a lot of great, great people out around here. So um, I've been here my whole life and, um, yeah, my parents have as well. So did you that? So the, obviously if you, you've got a lot of family around there. Uh, that's fantastic. So it was one of the things that made you interested in Wisconsin being so close to home, being able to like keep those bonds with the family, just being like two hours away. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the distance part of it was definitely uh, playing a part, um, you know, not being too far away, but also having the distance to where you can come home whenever you like, especially on winter break or spring break, uh, just spending time with the family. Family is a big thing for me. So, you know, not being too close, but, you know, also being close enough was a big part of why I committed. Definitely. Definitely. Well, let's go back a little bit, uh, though. First, though, first of all, how old were you when you started playing football? I was around seven years old when I first started. And what like what inspired you to, to start playing? Was it like, oh, did you have like family members who played or how did you sort of get into the sport in the first place? Um, honestly, I was I mainly started with basketball. and then. Um, after basketball, I was just like, eh, it's, I'm, I'm a, it's a little too soft for me. So um, over time, I just kind of, you know, started watching football, been around football more. 
And um, at a young age, you know, just watching football on the TV, I, one day I just told my dad I wanted to start playing. And, um, you know, he, he sent me out on, you know, my neighborhood team. And uh, it just went from there. And so uh, what, what was the moment for you then when you realized, like, I love this game and I want to, you know, try to pursue this at the collegiate level? And I think I can pursue this at the collegiate level. Um, it clicks for me maybe in seventh grade. Um, when I was that young, I was just playing for fun. But, you know, seeing, you know, being around the guys that's, you know, very talented and, you know, seeing how far they went with it, and, you know, having older role models to see, you know, go far with playing football. Um, you know, I realized that, you know, I want to really take this serious. That's when I really started training hard. We started lifting really started, you know, doing a lot of skill work and just perfecting my craft in seventh grade. Um, and, you know, by the time I turned 13, um, that's when I really knew. I really love the sport, uh, not only, you know, because of, you know, how much fun you have on the field, but the relationships that you build off of the field uh, with guys and, you know, building friends from there. So for me, uh, really, when I was in seventh grade, that's when I really found out. About the game. So you mentioned role models. Who were those role models for you? Uh, for me, you know, just seeing Jaden Thompson, um, that was when, really one of the first ones. Um, not, not, a lot, not a lot of guys know of uh, Jalen Bates. Uh, he was really good. He was really good coming out of high school. Um, you know, J.J. McCarthy, of course, uh, seeing Tyler, seeing guys, you know, close to my age, not too far off, uh, really just succeed at a high level and play at a high level. Uh, it really helped me and motivated me, you know, made me think I could do it as well. So that's what, you know, those are the guys that, you know, you kind of look at. Uh, A.J. Henning, too. You have Marcellus Moore. Um you got a lot of guys that, you know, you just look and see uh, locally and you just want to, you know, be like them. Did you have any, uh, like, idols, like, in, in the league when you were growing up? Um, no, not really. Um, honestly, you know, growing up, I didn't watch a lot of the NFL. Uh, I watched a lot of, you know, college football. Um, you know, there was a little sprinkles of NFL in there. Um, but I watched a lot of college football because those were the guys that were closer to my age. You know, they were you know, grown kids, you know, they're not, you know, grown men yet. Um, when you get to the field, you're playing with guys that's almost 40, you know, in their mid-30s, some in their, you know, 20s, but uh, it was mo mostly college football. So then, you know, in the college football, you, you know, you said you've got all these guys from your area that so you know you can make it, you know, sort of what the path is and what you have to do. Now, were you, A, when you were growing up, were you always playing D-back and receiver, uh, which is, you know, sort of what you played at the high school level? Or did you move around a bunch? Um, I kind of did the same thing I'm doing now, just playing pretty much everything. Um, you know, I started mainly on offense. And then, uh, you know, on Pop Warner, you know, you could play offense, defense. You play pretty much anything in Pop Warner. And uh, I don't know, that kind of translated to high school, um, just playing, you know, receiver, running back, uh, and then the whole defensive back end. Uh, that that kind of always stuck with me since since I was a kid. Do you have a favorite position to play on the field? Um, not really. Um, there, it really depends on you know who you're playing against. Okay, that's what I say. Um, you know, when you're playing against a great defense, of course you want to play offense. I'm always up for a challenge. When you're playing against a great offense, you want to play defense. You know, I'm kind of the guy that wants to stop everything. I don't really want to go with you know, the tide of everything. I want to go against it. Um, so, um, you know, for me, uh, you know, specifically this year, I had a lot of fun playing defense, Okay, a lot of fun playing offense. But, you know, I tell coaches all the time, um, 
put me where you need me. I'm just going to play football. So what do you think your best trait on the field is? Like if you were scouting yourself, what, what is, you know, what is Justin Taylor's best trait outside of versatility? Outside of obviously like your versatility is what everyone talks about. Coach Fickles talked about it. Like what, what is, what, what do you think is your best trait? My best trait is probably my intelligence. Um, When you're intelligent and you have a high IQ, it's kind of hard to, you know, play against guys like that. Um, They're always faster, naturally faster than you. They're never thinking. They're always just flying to the ball, getting to the ball. And those are the guys you got to look out for. Uh, For me, you know, a lot I symbolize to is Ed Reed. Uh, He was very smart, very intelligent. He knew where the ball was going. He knew what the offense was trying to do. I just try to model, you know, my mental traits after him and really just understand and diagnose, you know, what's going on, what my guys are doing, what, what their guys are doing, uh, kind of playing chess, really playing chess in the defensive back end. And I'll say my intelligence is a good trait that I have. So I, then that sort of makes me think that uh, you got to be a bit of film junkie then. Yeah, yeah. Big on film. Um, me and Coach Hitch actually uh, connected on our, on our OV. Um, I was sitting in the film, with, film room with them. And uh, we were just going through the X's and O's and just going through football. I really enjoy that stuff. Um, I feel like, you know, you know that stuff when you're actually playing football, it's easy. It's mm-hmm. just like how you was playing football and Pop Warner, like all that, all the film work and all the preparation that you do, you know, just to, you know, watch and understand and really diagnose what's going on. It just helps you play faster. So was uh obviously you know you talked about being an intelligent player you know it, I, we all know that you're a very intelligent young man you know you go to an excellent high school you're doing very well was i assume then wisconsin's uh you know academic prestige was one of the reasons that you were attracted to the school what else attracted you to the school and made you decide to stay with the transition between coach chris coach leonard and coach fickle um that's a great question so uh me and my family sat down um for us, it was really the football aspect of it, but also they checked all the boxes that I had uh, in a school that I wanted to commit to off the field. Just the education. So what are those boxes? They, yeah, the education that they provide, um, you know, the environment. Um, my Madison's a very clean, safe place and a place that I would, I would like to live, honestly. Um, you know, just making that decision, you know, where I want to live for the next four to five years, Madison. It's a perfect place. It gives the city atmosphere that Chicago gives. And it, it reminds me a lot of back home. And then how, you know, the alumni network is here at Wisconsin um, is just incredible. Uh, there's a lot of alumni from Wisconsin. Actually, my Spanish teacher graduated from Wisconsin. I'm in, I'm in her room right now. So it's just, you know, it's crazy just how many people know about Wisconsin, know about the traditional culture. Um, and then the academic, the academic excellence that they have, you know, being a top 10 public university and then having a top business school and medical school is just, they checked all the boxes for me um, when it came to, you know, the atmosphere, the culture and just the education part of it. That's awesome. And so I, so it was, that was sort of the main thing that kept you on, like, you know, saying like, yeah, I'm going to stick with this. Like not necessarily no matter who the coach is, but as long as I have confidence in the coach, this is the place I want to be. Yes, so sir. Yes, sir. what's been, that, go ahead. And on, top that, and on top of that, um, just like, you know, what Coach Fickle has done in the past, you know, with the coaching change, it wasn't really a big um, a big change for me because I was already familiar with the coaches. Uh, they recruited me at Cincy. So um, just knowing them and knowing how they coached and knowing how they did things, they did things the right way. So I was confident. 
That's awesome. And so what do you, do you know what you're going to major in or what, at least what you want to try first in terms of a major? Cause you know, a lot of guys will switch majors. Yeah. Economics. Um, that's something I want to really, you know, put my mind into, uh, and marketing and finance, something in the business world of it. All right. All right. That that's really interesting. Cause you know, a lot, a lot of guys go into business, but I think, you know, there are so many things that can relate back to that. It doesn't have to necessarily be business, 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 right? And so one of the beautiful things about going to Wisconsin, now I'm like shilling for the university, but uh, you, you know, it's a, the options are all good there. So let's talk about the group of guys that you were coming in with, because this is a unique group because of the coaching change. Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, a lot of you guys have, you know, experiences together, which is not necessarily, you know, a lot of times it's just, you know, same coaching staff going in. Um, we had James Durand on the show and he said, you are absolutely the leader in the group chat. Uh, you, you are the person going into that. So a is, are you, have you always been sort of like a vocal leader kind of guy, like on the field and off the field? Is that just sort of your personality? How did that happen? Um, it is kind of my personality. Um, you know, people just gravitate towards me because I just have the traits of a leader. Um, honestly, I'm not really a big vocal guy. I can be, but I've just kind of modeled myself you know, as, um, you know, lead by example. Um, you know, I always want to be the example that people look to when they when they want a leader. I just have those traits. Um, you know, I'm only vocal when I absolutely need to. Um, but, you know, I just try my best, you know, just to lead guys and just be there for guys who need help on and off the field. Uh, just a guy to communicate to. Just a safe place. And so what's your relationship like with the rest of the guys in the class? Um, my relationship is great with them. Um, you know, we all think we all think the same. Uh, we all have the same mindset uh, coming in, you know, you know, wanting to be the future of Wisconsin, wanting to be, you know, the playmakers uh, to get the place back to where it was when they were winning Big Ten championships back to back. You know, we all have the same mindset of, you know, just chasing greatness and, you know, being all in and, you know, not either all in or all out. And I think that relationship and that mindset that I have with the guys is just going to, you know, guide us to greatness. Absolutely. I think that I think that's really interesting. And have, you know, speaking of, you know, you guys are all coming in together. Uh, one other question I have is how much do you guys get to know, like sort of the guys that come in from the portal? Right. Because like the portal is just a big part of college football now, for better, or for worse. It is what it is. I mean, the Badgers have 12 guys coming in from the portal in various ages. Some guys, you know, a year older than you. Right. Last year's class got, you know, uh, two quarterbacks just from that class alone. But then you've got guys got like Tanner Mordecai, who's a six year senior. Have you gotten to know any of these portal guys yet at all? Uh, yeah, I have actually. Um, so it's funny. Uh, the, the Cincinnati receiver Will Pauling, uh, we grew we grew up uh, not too far away from each other. Uh, I've seen him multiple times. He's an absolute baller. We've uh, trained together. Uh, we go to the same people, you know, when we when we need help with uh, academic support or you know just off the field stuff. So uh, me and him are pretty cool. And um, I haven't met haven't met anybody else. But it's actually funny that you know. Will is actually coming over uh, when I went on my visit to Cincinnati. He was one of the first guys I was looking for just to talk to and chop it up, um, you know, just back at Cincy. So, um, yeah, I've, I've gotten a chance to talk to him um, and just, you know, just social media stuff, you know, just following each other, just, you know, getting contact information from the uh, transfer guys. Um, that's really all that's happened. But I haven't really gotten a chance to have a full conversation with him except for Will. All right. So uh, I know I want to respect your time. Just got a couple quick questions. Uh, the Badgers, have you gotten a chance to talk with uh, Coach Tressel at all about, or do they even know if you're going to come in on defense or on offense because of that versatility? And if you are in defense, do they know sort of where they want to put you? Yeah, I'll be coming in on defense for sure. Um, you know, they see me playing nickel, slot corner, uh, 
um, really anywhere in the, in the defensive back end. You know, they're just going to kind of plug and chug me and see where I make the most plays at and uh, where I contribute the most on the defensive back, back, back end. So um, that's really the plan coming in. It's just to, you know, see see how fast I learn, see how fast, you know, I really get into the groove of things. Uh, but they do see me playing at a slot corner. So coming in on defense. All right. So a uh, couple off the field questions to to end it. So what is in the off season? You've got a free Friday night, a free Saturday night. What is Justin Taylor doing on his on his free evening? It depends when that Friday and Saturday night is. Uh, my Friday nights usually after a game, so I'm recovering. But um, yeah. So in the off season, let's say you know it's in the off season. Off season, um, really just hanging out with the guys. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very close with the guys I grew up with. Um, so I'm using, um, you know, on Friday nights, maybe, or sometimes I just stay in the house, uh, you know, eat a bunch of food, play video games, um, usually just lay around, just chill with the family. Um, yeah. And play with my dog. That's it. What's your video game of choice? Uh, Call of Duty for sure. Okay. Call of Duty. Um, I like, uh, Madden. Madden is pretty fun. All right. Um, I'm a big 2K guy. Actually, I'm not, I'm not a big 2K guy. I like 2K that often, but, uh, I play sometimes. Uh, I'm I'm terrible. I'm terrible at 2K. I'm I'm absolutely awful at 2K. Um. Okay, that's awesome. And then, what do you want Badger fans to know about you, like behind the mask, like off the field? Like, what do you want? What do you want your legacy to be at Wisconsin? Not to say on the field, but off the field. Um, I just want to be a guy that they remember as a great leader, a great role model, um, and, a, and obviously a great player for them. And um, you know, being one of the best, I definitely want to be one of the best coming out. I'm not going to, you know, short myself and say that, um, you know, I don't want to be, you know, the All-American guy. Uh, I don't want to come out of Wisconsin and get drafted. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to lie to you and say that I don't want that. But, you know, obviously I want to be remembered as one of those guys. But, again, I want to be remembered as, you know, a great role model off the field, a great student, a respectful guy, um, and, you know, know how to, you know, manage his time and knows how to, uh, create relationships and bonds with people. A very personable guy, an easy guy to go talk to. Uh, not stubborn, not cocky, very humble. Uh, that's that's the guy I want to be remembered as. Excellent. Well, uh, I think that you are well on your way to that already. So we really appreciate your time. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Justin Taylor, uh, period, underscore. And then you can find me on Twitter at underscore, underscore, Justin Taylor. All right. Yeah, I got a double underscore in my uh, in, in my Twitter bio too. So in, in my Twitter handle too. So I uh, I appreciate how hard it is to keep saying two underscores in the same Twitter handle. Uh, Justin, thank you so much uh, for spending some time with us here today. We really appreciate your time. Uh, make sure that uh, you are following us on Instagram as well at Believe in Badgers on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, until next time, on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. Let's go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.